0: All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome in to the WCIA 3 and one podcast. Marley Weirda joined by Andy Olson. Mm-hmm. And it was an exciting day as Illinois basketball finally gets back to the core. Andy, I know you and I, we had very different viewpoints we of the did. whole thing. Oh. I was at the game. Andy, you were watching on TV. What were your impressions just, just watching them?
1: Well... Well, I mean, first off, impressions. I mean, I think this we we talk about coming into this season with high expectations. Uh, we know that this team definitely had those coming in. We did an entire thirty minute special about this being the most anticipated right. team in more than a decade. And it would be a really tough follow up to come out and then lay an egg, you know, after that. And this, was the exact opposite of that i mean you talk about early on i mean i know north carolina ant kept it close before like the first 10 points were scored um and then after (laughs) that it was just all illinois which was it was it felt like they couldn't miss when you were when i was watching on tv every time they stepped back for a three it felt like it was going in every single time which i you know i saw it talked about on twitter between fans you know it doesn't matter that it's north carolina ant you're supposed to beat North Carolina ANT t by 62 if you're going to be a top 10 team. So right. I think that this was as good as a day as it could have been if you are expecting this team to go deep into March and into April. So um, that's what it looked like from my perspective. Marley, I know you were at the game, one of the 139 people, I oh, believe, that yeah. got to be there. <laughs> I mean, just what was it like for you? I mean, was it weird without fans? I know you've yeah. been to games before with the Orange Crush just – right out in full force it
0: it was crazy and i'm so sorry this is like your first (laughs) illinois basketball (laughs) season that you're experiencing but i guess you know you're kind of in the same boat as as the freshman here but um no it, it it was really interesting you know you walk in and there's like no one there it's empty it's quiet obviously they had you know some music going so it didn't feel all that weird but uh, just the fact that this would have been a packed house mm-hmm. and people, you know, it would, probably would have been a sellout for all the hype that was surrounding this Illinois team for them to just not have anyone there kind of crickets. It was weird. I didn't like the pumped in crowd noise. I saw did. a lot
1: of tweets about the pumped in. Yeah. Crowd I,
0: noise. I feel like it maybe works better for football because it's outside. Not sure if I was so much a fan for it um at for for a basketball game but uh it it didn't feel like they were the number eight team in the country like we were watching one of the highest ranked teams in in all of college basketball play game. i felt like i was at a division three volleyball game during fall break when no students were on campus have you been to a few of those before i've I've been to listen i'm allowed to make fun (laughs) of division three sports because i played them but it like i mean it just didn't feel like this was the number eight team in the country not because of how they played obviously it was it was spectacular but just the atmosphere was was really odd but I feel lucky in that sense that we were able to to go and be some of the select few to um be there in in the arena so it was definitely a pretty cool experience Andy I gotta say um I'm excited for you to to get your turn at it and see you know how how it's gonna be but Uh, Definitely very interesting, but uh, a great game nonetheless. Uh, I was really impressed with Adam Miller. And kind of going back to what you said, Andy, about just them not missing especially shooting the game sometimes it's it's difficult when you're paying attention to whatever what you're filming mm-hmm. cuz you're not so much absorbing a lot of the game i almost just felt very robotic it was like okay kick it out here we go <laughs> all right i was just following it i was like okay you know it became robotic when i was filming i was like okay this is this is good this is the kind of performance that that you want to see but yeah going back to adder miller he really really impressed me I didn't think he was going to come out of the gate um that strong I'd never seen him play in person before I know some I know um our sports director Brett Behrens has Mm -hmm. seen him play in high school and you know he won a a state championship um with Iowa a couple years back but I was I was very impressed what did you think of of Adam Miller and his debut
1: well I mean I thought I mean what a debut and honestly (laughs) before I get into my Adam thoughts we do have a Question here from Mary. I'm, oh, sure. I'm keeping track of the Facebook comments. Mary <laughs> wants to know what the score was. It was 122 to 60 against North Carolina AT. Joel uh, chiming in as well. If they play like that against top tier teams in a national championship, is not out of the question. You're right, Joel. They yeah, can do that against every team. I agree. <laughs> that, that is totally in question. Keep keep the comments coming. We'll read yeah. through a few of them. Well, uh, but if we but, open
0: through the chat from there, we can um, see people can on Twitter as well. as well. I don't Live know. Live shows, people. So yeah. many people.
1: Uh, but on Twitter. Yeah. Adam Miller, I mean. I did the story for the Uralana Nation tip-off show. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on WCIA.com right now. Um, His relationship with Andre Curbelo, it's Mm -hmm. the first time since 2010 that Illinois has had two top 50 freshmen coming into the team at the same time. So I think that is what just made Adam's debut so interesting because he made the starting lineup. And I thought that could be the case going into the game. I didn't want to, you know, bet on it or anything, but I thought that three spot he had like a a strong chance uh, at getting. And then coming out, hitting the first point of the season for the team, hitting another three before anyone else had a chance to score, and then going off for 28, you know, breaking the debut record. It was like he couldn't miss. He was as advertised. I mean, he was coming in. Out of Chicago, you know, hometown of Peoria, but playing at Morgan Park High School with Iowa yeah. where they won a couple of championships. You know, it, it is as advertised with Adam. And, of course, not every game is going to be like that. I mean, Brad talked about in preseason Zooms that you're going to have days where the ball is just not going in. But this wasn't it, one of those was days. It the exact opposite <laughs> of one of those days today. So, Adam, if he continues playing like that, I was thinking about like where is this guy going to go in the NBA right. draft if he keeps playing like that is he going to come back for year 2 and clearly it is way way too early to be thinking about those things but this is just, you know, one of the pathways right. that, that he can take in his career and it's going to be so exciting, you know, seeing him continue that.
0: Yeah, and not to compare him to IO because I think they're going to get that a lot this season and just cuz they went to the same high school that it's going to happen. Yeah. They're both guards they're going to get compared against each other. But I think his debut far surpassed IO's debut and see the kind of player that IO has grown into. So, a uh, bright future certainly ahead for Adam Miller. He was 10 for 12 for field goals. Six for eight, behind the arc. That, that is incredibly. That's impressive. what
1: people were talking about coming into this year. Was if there was one weakness, it's that you know their best three point shooter was no longer with the team. And you, you talk about where that kind of production is going to come mm-hmm. from because in modern basketball you need to have you need to rely on the three ball at least a little bit. You know that's going to get you more points than just you know pounding inside. Mm-hmm. So finding that in game one, breaking the, the school record for three-pointers in the game. We haven't even mentioned that yet. 17 yeah. for the entire team. You know, that kind of puts that question to bed. And, of course, again, it's not going to be like that every game, but just what an all-around team performance for everyone. Yeah.
0: And, you know, Adam Miller, he said some some great things in his, in his post-game press conference. Um, I asked him, you know, when you thought about your... College debut. Uh, did you expect it to be like this, in the sense of okay, having no fans, but also putting up um, a performance like this? And here's what he said:
1: Prepare for this game. I just kept my head on straight before the game. I'm just thinking, like, you know, the times come. You know, I've, I've done this too many times. Like, like junior year, start of the year, senior year, start of year. I feel like I had pressure, but at this point in my life, I'm like, you know, just go out there and do you, have fun. I'm going to do that every single game. So every single game, I feel like you guys this year, they shouldn't be surprised if I put up numbers like this and go out and play hard.
0: I love that. Yeah. He says, I sh- I, you shouldn't be surprised. Like, that That kind of confidence coming from a freshman, um, just, you got to love it.
1: Chris, bringing up in uh, the Facebook comments, at least the, the ones that I'm looking at, um, Kofi running the sprints after the game. I don't know if you had a chance to oh, see yes, that. Oh, yes, I did. Um, you know, you were there for the, for the post-game press conference. But, Super impressed. I mean, talk about a team being, you know, selling out and being into this season. I, that kind of proves it when you're, you know, practicing and still running sprints after the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a different like level mentality that hasn't been seen in a
0: while. I yeah. feel like, And and Brad Underwood has talked so much about the culture and building this team. And uh, earlier in the year uh, before the season had started, you know, he said the, the culture is where I want it to be right now. And I think that's so important for yeah. a program because when you're a new head coach and you're, you're coming into a team that the first couple of years is just that building the culture. Now that he has all these guys that are, that are bought into that, it makes it so much easier for him to just coach on the, court and focus on that as opposed to everything off the quarter in practice when you're trying to to build um that culture and kind of I want to bring up as well um the defense because uh obviously there's going to be games where these shots don't fall this might not happen it, it could but this kind of percentages these percentages might not happen every every game and uh there was one point it was in the, the first half of the game it was nine minutes where they had kept um North Carolina A&T to just five points, and I think that's so important. It's a little cliche, defense wins championships, but I mean they were bulldogs out there, just uh, diving for balls and and doing what they could. If the shots, you know, didn't fall.
1: It's funny when I, you know, I go back to the pregame press conferences. I mean Trent frazier was the one who was preaching that going into this game. You know, he was the one who really talked about that they're not overlooking North Carolina a and and that. The defense would have to be, you know, the thing that carries them in the game. Mm-hmm. The offense could have carried them as well, but oh. it was nice to see the the defense, you know, pick it up as well. And Trent not having the best game, you know, statistically, you know, if you're just looking at the stats, because mm-hmm. stats are mostly offense, but only six points. But, you know, able to make a true impact on the game. Um, I feel like his production and just presence out there was super important to the team and Demonte as well had a terrific yeah. game
0: and and I think they rotated like the the positioning a lot it was interesting because sometimes it was Adam kind of playing the one or it was IO and they, they kind of mix between the one two and three whatever it may be and I think that just goes to show the versatility you know like maybe next game it's Trent Frazier that has an outstanding game and I, I think they just really moved the ball around today I mean for both io and adam to have 28 points that says a lot usually it was just io putting up these kind of numbers there was kind of like one big star of the game but for them to kind of have offensive production on on all aspects um i think just really speaks volumes uh to the team but uh sorry not to interrupt but (laughs) i
1: I think that is what's going to be so important about the how, how good this team is going to be down the stretch because when you have different players who can pop off on each night you know and you're not relying on just one person to do it Mm -hmm. every single time that you know speaks to uh the ability of a team to win games because there are games when io or adam are not going to have 28 points and who's going to be able to step up and having those different uh team players who are able to do that i mean trent has had games where he's in the 20s demonte has had games where he's popped off you know uh Georgie has had games where he's popped off. <laughs> right. Maybe not last year, but you freshman go back year? to you go back to his freshman season, he's had games where he's popped off. And Kofi was, I mean, is gonna have those games. He had a good game today, but I feel like we're barely talking about him. I mean, he had mm-hmm. an outstanding game down low where he was just able to the bully the Aggies. Um so <laughs> having having those team players and to spread out the, the playmaking ability is gonna be super important, I think, down the stretch. And there's only so much we can talk about from one game, but I mean they just, they looked really good.
0: Absolutely. And and going back to just kind of guys playing together, I think one big question that Illini Nation had coming into the season was, okay, how are Io and Adam going to play mm-hmm. together? Because, you know, Adam... I guess the, the rumor was that he was coming to Illinois because he thought I was leaving for the NBA draft. And now that they're playing on the same team together, people were kind of like, Oh, how are the, How is that dynamic going to work? But I think they really, you know, played well off each other and Brad Underwood spoke a little bit um, about that after today's
2: game. Well, I, I was a great distributor as well as he is. Um, uh, score and uh, you know in the open court you know I O is one of the elite players in college basketball we saw that uh, today and uh you know i've told adam he can simplify the game for himself and just get his feet wet by just running the floor hard uh and he'll he'll get a lot of open shots and uh, uh that proved to be the case today so you know as teams load up on io um you know and, and they they load up on kofi or georgie uh you know in ball screen actions rolling to the rim it's it very hard to uh, uh, to tag off them when DeMonte's doing that when Adam does that uh, those guys are going to get uh, some some good looks so uh, again IO does what a really good player does and that's make his teammates better and and Adam will benefit from that
0: And they're certainly lucky to have Io back for uh, another season after he returns after taking his name out of the NBA draft. And one thing I'm looking at right now, too, is the rebounding, Mm -hmm. which I'm just now noticing 62 total rebounds, 42 defensive rebounds. 20 offensive rebounds that is is outstanding and i think last season is when they kind of coined themselves as the rebounding team um and man that that's pretty incredible i'm pretty impressed with that
1: yeah and you think about the other teams that are in this mte uh chicago state tomorrow ohio the day after there's no reason why they can't you know keep this up i mean Mm -hmm. they, they schedule these games i feel like it's almost as exhibitions in themselves sure, I mean, that's what
0: it kind of felt like today yeah. it was like oh, okay <laughs> i mean you,
1: you're not going to get any in the preseason so your non-conference games kind of have to be exhibition games they definitely did not schedule lighter after this mte with no <laughs> baylor duke and then keeping up that the bragging rights game with missouri uh so to see kind of what they do in these these last uh two mte games and then then it's on to baylor at the jimmy v classic which i I mean, I am just so much more excited. I was excited before, so much more now, you know, after seeing what the team can do against, you know, a lowly opponent. But Chicago State tomorrow, Marley, I mean, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, just going back to, like, cliche, it's like you got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat and upset the teams that you're not supposed to be, and I think you know that'll that'll be a big test for this team. I think it it'll start to to get a little bit more exciting. Not that this game wasn't incredible, but. For them to have a real test against a high major opponent, as to opposed to you know the teams that are coming into the State Farm Center this weekend, I think is, is when we're really going to start to see this team take form. But for them to to come out and dominate, that's what great teams do. You know they could have so easily dropped to the level of of this team today, but they they kept their ground, they stayed at the level that that they're at or want to continue to be at, and I think that um, will bode really well for them um, heading forward into the season. So like you said, Andy. Should Chicago State tomorrow. They play on Thanksgiving, a little Turkey Day Um, action. We'll be here to cover it all. Any uh, final thoughts, Andy, before we head off?
1: Just really excited to cover the team this season. It's going to be a long way. You know, I'm hoping that everyone stays safe, has a happy Thanksgiving, um, and that the team stays safe throughout the season. Every team stays safe. So um, it's going to be great. And Chris Miller, uh, one last uh, point in, let's score (laughs) 100-plus three games in a row. I think fans would really enjoy that right. Chris so we'll see if they can do it <laughs> definitely on the cards I I think for Chicago State tomorrow
0: all right awesome well for Andy I'm Marley this has been the WCIA three and one podcast